Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. As we get ready to enter a brand new year, it's a great time to ask, is your financial mindset one of prosperity or lack? I'll also be sharing part two of my powerful conversation with the one and only author, speaker, business school professor, and wealth expert, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. And of course, I'll have another great recommendation for your wealthy thinking reading list. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. But first, you know I say it often on Money Matters, and I'll keep saying it. If you can't change your mind, you will not change your money. Your financial mindset matters because it shapes your financial habits and the outcomes they produce. Authors, experts, scholars, and financial educators who study, research, and teach about wealth, including Dr. Kimbrough, Sabrina Lamb, Hill Harper, and Robert Kiyosaki, all agree on this. For example, in her book, Do I Look Like an ATM? A Guide to Raising Financially Responsible African-American Children, Lamb, who's also the founder and CEO of worldofmoney.org, identifies the thought patterns and behaviors of those with a financial mindset of abundance and prosperity as compared with those with a mindset of poverty and lack. Here's some examples. The prosperous financial mindset is focused on earning, saving, investing, and donating. A mindset of lack is focused on earning, rarely saving or investing, and almost never donating. The prosperous take full responsibility for their own financial situations. A mindset of lack avoids or take no responsibilities for their financial situations. Blaming just about anyone or anything, including the economy, their employer, their spouse, their parents, their kids, and the government for their financial condition. The properists tend to focus on spending less than they earn. The lack mindset accepts spending more than is earned and living beyond their means. The prosperous frequently ask, how can I earn more? The lack mindset asks, can I have more? Can someone give me more? A prosperity mindset expects to pay for goods and services, while a mindset of lack actively expects and prefers goods and services that are free or provided at no cost to them, even if it costs someone else. That's right, they are always looking for the hookup. Those with a prosperity mindset joyfully pay for their goods and services, while the lack mindset challenges and resents businesses and service providers who charge for their goods and services. If you're an entrepreneur, you are probably waving your hanky and shouting amen right about now. 
Those with a prosperity mindset will look for positive ways to earn money, while those with a lack mindset might be okay with earning money negatively without regard to morals, laws, or other considerations. The prosperity mindset uses words like successful and prosperous when discussing their life and the opportunities that they're pursuing. The lack mindset frequently use words such as poor, free, hard times, and don't have. Whether you agree or disagree with this mindset comparison model, how you think and feel about money does impact how you handle or mishandle your money. Your financial mindset and your willingness to change it is a key factor in your ability to make better decisions in order to set and achieve your financial goals. By the way, your money mindset may have little to do with how much money or wealth you actually have. Lots of people who are relatively well off have a poverty mindset. No matter how much they have, it's never enough, and they remain insecure, desperate, and unhappy. On the other hand, there are lots of people who are not living a millionaire lifestyle but operate with a prosperity mindset. As a result, they always seem to have more than they need and enjoy what they have on a level that can't be measured by bank balances and credit scores. Another thing that I've observed. People with a mindset of lack tend to live beyond their means, making financial problems a self-fulfilling prophecy. Conversely, people with a prosperity mindset tend to live within their means and are able to delay gratification which are key factors in a person's ability to acquire, manage, and accumulate wealth. I urge you to find some time and a quiet space to really consider what you've been taught to believe about money, how those beliefs make you feel about your finances, and how those feelings drive your financial choices and behaviors. Your beliefs are the seeds, and your financial outcomes are the fruit. Are your beliefs about prosperity and abundance or lack and deprivation. If you want different outcomes, you may have to uproot old, long-held beliefs and plant new seeds that will produce a harvest of prosperity in the new year and beyond. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. Coming up on Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, what does it really mean to adopt a wealthy mindset? We're going to get more answers from part two of my conversation with the one and only speaker, business school professor and wealth expert, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, author of The Wealth Choice, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires. But first, it's time for my Wealthy Thinking reading list recommendation. Regular Money Matters listeners know that I stress the importance of being proactive about your financial education, specifically by reading at least one book about personal finance, investing, or business each and every month. Today, I'm putting a new twist to this practice by recommending not a book, but a movie. Generation One, The Search for Black Wealth, produced and distributed by Ronnie and Lamar Tyler of Tyler New Media. 
We're in the weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas, which can only mean that the holiday movie season has officially begun. However, with all due respect to the movies you'll find in major theaters, there is one movie that may be more important than any of them. Generation 1, The Search for Black Wealth. Generation 1 addresses an issue of obvious personal importance to me because it goes to the very heart of the mission declared by the founder of Black Enterprise, Earl Graves, 45 years ago, closing the black wealth gap. Generation 1 boldly lays out how the gaping disparity between black and white wealth came to be and then speaks to some of the black community's most provocative, innovative problem solvers and financial experts for solutions. The result is not just a compelling discussion of the issues, but an irresistible call to action and resolution, one with the potential to resonate for generations to come. Indeed, the objective of the film's producers, husband and wife team Lamar and Ronnie Tyler, is nothing less than to spark a commitment to multi-generational wealth creation for a new generation of African Americans. It's not enough to just talk about the black wealth gap. It's time for a new generation to get down to the unfinished business of closing it. Generation One is the blockbuster film you may not have heard of, but you really need to see. That's why this week I'm urging you to add not a book, but a movie to your wealthy thinking reading list. You can learn more as well as watch a powerful movie trailer about Generation One, The Search for Black Wealth at GenerationOneMovie.com. And now let's hear from today's guest, the one and only speaker, business school professor, and wealth expert, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, author of The Wealth Choice, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires, the now classic Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, and other best-selling books on wealth and success. What follows is part two of my powerful conversation with Dr. Kimbrough, during which he explains why wealth is a matter of choice, not just chance. I mean, you don't get what you wish, you don't get what you hope for, you get what you believe. And that's part and parcel of choice. There are 50 million different choices you can make on a daily basis in Alfred, you don't have to address 99.9% of them, but there are two that you must confront as soon as your feet hit the ground, as soon as you wake up in the morning. Number one, you can accept the circumstances as they are, or number two, you can take the responsibility to change that. And yes. that's what Hill was trying to do, and that's what Hill passed the baton on to me, and that's what all the folks, I don't philosophize on wealth, I don't, you know, give you my take, I give you what I was told. You know, I asked Tyler Perry, how in the world did you go from sleeping in your car in Louisiana, sleeping in your car in Atlanta, Georgia, to building a $145 million production studio? There I am with T.D. Jakes. I asked him the same question. I said, Bishop, your friend said that you weren't going to make it in the ministry because you got a heavy lisp in your high school dropout. There I am with Damon Thank John. Him. I said, Damon, Damon I said, what was the high water mark in your life? And he said, when I had to burn the furniture. And I said, what do you mean burn the furniture? He said, well, when I finally got financing from Samsung, I had to go out and hire these seamstresses, and they all showed up at my mother's house, and I had no place to put their equipment, so I took all the furniture out of my mother's house, put it in the backyard, and it set it on fire. And again, going back to T.D. Jakes, he said, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach him how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime, but show him how he can buy the pond, and no one in the family will ever know struggle. So, I mean, these are folks, once they heard this information and once they believed it and once it resonated, they took action on it. They yeah. took action on it. 
And, you know, I use the example in my book of how Martin Luther King and how Steve Jobs used the same, you know, marketing strategy to reach their goals and objectives. Tell me where we are. Tell me where we can be. Then make it that way. And that's all my books are about. Tell me where you are and tell me where you want to be. Now, let's make it that way. And how do you do that? Then you get around those individuals who have done what you propose to do. You take in the information that they have used and you replicate it. It is not rocket science, but you'd be shocked, Alfred, how few people do it. Here we live in a country, you've got 34 million African Americans, and we only produce 35,000 black millionaires. You have almost the, you know, the same number of millionaires in Qatar. And Qatar is one of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest, per aggregate country on the face of the earth. You've got 35,000 black millionaires, and you have about 34,000 know, millionaires in Qatar, but you got 34 million African Americans, and you got less than one million people who live in Qatar. Right. right Based right. on every other country, if we pattern ourselves over every other country, instead of producing 35,000 black millionaires, we shouldn't have produced one less than 400,000. Yeah. Not one less than 400,000. And this is part and parcel of the problem. Okay. Malcolm Gladwell was on a television show. He's wrapping up the interview. The host says to him, says, Malcolm, in the few minutes we have left, is there any trend out there in society that has you concerned, that has really captured your attention? He thinks about a second. He says, yes, there is a trend out there that I'm concerned about. And he says, in the moments that we have left, share it with our viewing audience. And Malcolm Gladwell says, I am concerned about the thousands. And then he corrected himself. He said, make it hundreds of thousands, if not millions of black skilled school children who live in neighborhoods in which they will never see a black man in a suit and tie. That concerns me. Well, what he was saying is, what thou seest, that thou beest. If you don't look at wealth, Alfred, if you don't look at your wealth creators and those individuals who have scaled this financial mount, and if you don't replicate it, I mean, that's part and parcel of the wealth gap. That is part and parcel of the wealth gap. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just sit down with Bob Johnson of BET, and he will tell you. Bob Johnson will tell you that for two straight years, twice a month, he would fly back to Chicago, rent a car, drive to Oakbrook, Illinois, and sit in the lobby of McDonald's because he knew that BET would not be on the air much longer if he didn't have a major sponsor. Sit down with Michelle Hoskins of Hoskins Syrup, and she will tell you that for two years, every Monday morning at 10 o'clock, she called Denny's. Why? She would not be in business long if she didn't have a major account. Sit down with Greg Barranco of, you know, Mercedes-Benz here in Atlanta, one of the top ten dealerships in the nation. And he will tell you what he did when he got his business degree from Southern University. For 30 straight days, he went to Audubon Ford in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and approached the sales manager, gave him a, uh, gave him a resume in one hand, extended his hand, and said, my name is Greg Barranco, and I'm here to help you sell cars. And what do you know about Audubon Ford at the time that he approached him? Number one, blacks weren't allowed in the showroom. If wow. they sold an African-American car, you had to do it on the parking lot. 
And he went out there, and he and he shook his hand and said, didn't I see you yesterday? He said, yes. He said, what did I tell you yesterday? That, you know, you didn't have any openings, but I thought maybe something changed overnight. That's why I came today. He did that for 30 straight days until he wore them down, and he says, come on, we're going to hire you. That record stands today. He broke the all-time sales record over 30 straight days at Audubon Ford. And that was his springboard to his Acura dealership, or was the springboard to the Mercedes-Benz dealership. But you would yes, never know well. unless you profile these individuals, and we don't do it. We don't do it. And I'm still shocked. I can go in any bookstore and go over to the business section, and my books stand alone. That's true. We don't true. do it, and that's part and parcel of the problem. Thank you again, Dr. Kimbrough, for taking the time to... Join us on Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Can't wait for us to get together again face-to-face -face and, and hug each other and talk some more. So thank you so much for being you here. You got it. Yourself. Talk to you later. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay. You can get more great insights from Dr. Dennis Kimbrough at DennisKimbrough.com. That's Dennis, K-I-M-B-R-O.com. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. And be sure to check out my latest free ebook. Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed. How decisions in pursuit of sex, love, and relationships impact your career, business, and financial success at grownzone.com forward slash buy love, get trouble. And don't forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com. Thanks for listening. Come back for more next week. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.